0: Section thirty four of Poor Folk. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia Poor Folk by Fyodor Dostoevsky, translated by Charles James Hogarth. August fourth. My beloved Makar Alexievich, for God's sake, borrow some money as soon as you can i would not ask this help of you were it not for the situation in which i am placed Thedora and myself cannot remain any longer in our present lodgings for we have been subjected to great unpleasantness and you cannot imagine my state of agitation and dismay the reason is that this morning we received a visit from an elderly almost an old man whose breast was studded with orders greatly surprised i asked him what he wanted for at the moment Thedora had gone out shopping whereupon he began to question me as to my mode of life and occupation and then without waiting for an answer informed me that he was uncle to the officer of whom you have spoken that he was very angry with his nephew for the way in which the latter had behaved especially with regard to his slandering of me right and left and that he the uncle was ready to protect me from the young spendthrift's insolence also he advised me to have nothing to say to young fellows of that stamp and added that he sympathized with me as though he were my own father and would gladly help me in any way he could at this i blushed in some confusion but did not greatly hasten to thank him next he took me forcibly by the hand and tapping my cheek said that i was very good-looking and that he greatly liked the dimples in my face god only knows what he meant finally he tried to kiss me on the plea that he was an old man the brute at this moment thedora returned whereupon in some confusion he repeated that he felt a great respect for my modesty and virtue and that he much wished to become acquainted with me after which he took thedora aside and tried on some pretext or another to give her money though of course she declined it at last he took himself off again reiterating his assurances and saying that he intended to return with some earrings as a present that he advised me to change my lodgings and that he could recommend me a splendid flat which he had in his mind's eye as likely to cost me nothing <laughs> yes he also declared that he greatly liked me for my purity and good sense that i must beware of dissolute young men and that he knew anna fedorovna who had charged him to inform me that she would shortly be visiting me in person Oh, upon that i understood all what i did next i scarcely know for i had never before found myself in such a position but i believe that i broke all restraints and made the old man feel thoroughly ashamed of himself sedora helping me in the task and well-nigh turning him neck and crop out of the tenement neither of us doubt that this is anna Fedorovna's work for how otherwise could the old man have got to know about us now therefore makar Alexievich, I turn to you for help do not for god's sake leave me in this plight borrow all the money that you can get for i have not the wherewithal to leave these lodgings yet cannot possibly remain in them any longer at all events this is fedora's advice she and i need at least twenty-five roubles which i will repay you out of what i earn by my work while fedora shall get me additional work from day to day so that if there be heavy interest to pay on the loan you shall not be troubled with the extra burden. Nay, I will make over to you all that I possess, if only you will continue to help me. Truly, I grieve to have to trouble you when you yourself are so hardly situated, but my hopes rest upon you, and upon you alone. Goodbye, Makar Alexievich. Think of me, and may God speed you on your errand. B.D. End of section 34